welcome to Second Impressions, the show where we'll try anything twice. My name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And we messed up the last episode, which was only a bachelorette break, but still didn't happen, and (laughs) we're sorry. Yeah, whatever. You'll live. It's cool. It was only about the Hometowns episodes episode, and we'll just talk about it really quickly during uh, the Bachelorette break this time around. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it was not very exciting. <laughs> no, nothing really happened, so I'm kind of stoked that like that's the episode that got fucked up that we couldn't use, because like, yeah, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. How are you, Emma? I'm great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Cool. Good talk. Good talk. Good catch up. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't really have anything to catch up on. No, me neither. Huh. I'm back from vacation. Yeah. And How I. How's that? It was good. I miss it. Um. A weird thing, <laughs> a weird thing about Kelowna, and I don't know if it was always like this or if I just didn't notice it until now, but when the sky is blue there, it's like the same shade of blue across the entire sky, and it looks like you used Microsoft Paint <laughs> and just like clicked on the sky and it's just like blue everywhere because... I don't know. I just never noticed that before. And here we're by, I think it's because we're by the ocean. So we always have this like, it's like a gradient and it always just kind of like, and there's yeah. all these clouds here. And mm-hmm. it's just, always, it always kind of fades. And so it's like a kind of a light blue on the horizon. And then it's a deeper blue up in the sky. And then in the interior, it's just like blue. That's just where you can tell that we're in the matrix. It's in the interior. Yeah, it kind of felt unreal like i was in a simulation it made me a little uncomfortable it was really pretty <laughs> <laughs> it's just not something that i ever noticed when i lived there before so maybe maybe this is a new thing or maybe i just wasn't as observant uh, uh 10 years ago cool god i lived in Kelowna 10 <laughs> years ago that's upsetting to think about that is wild that's such a long time ago i know how old am i god old yeah but not really i don't really want to talk about it anymore um (laughs) dearest darling emma yes what are you drinking uh in honor of our southern belle bachelorette just because i was so proud of her i'm having a nice lemonade because i thought that was like a southerny drink to have Mm. or like a sweet tea i hate sweet tea though Right, so we're not gonna drink that. We talked about this already. We kind of, yeah, we kind of talked about that. How like sweet, like sweet tea in America is not the same as iced tea in Canada. Yeah, yeah. huh? So I'm just gonna have a lemonade. Cool. Yeah. Ask me what I'm drinking. What are you drinking, Danica? I'm drinking iced tea. <laughs> nice, and it's peach flavored. Ooh, is it one of those? Peasties. It is one of those peasties, and I know I've had it on the show before, and I talked about how it's too sweet, and yet I was just standing in the store, and I was looking at it, and I was like, I'm going to fucking buy this anyway, and I'm going to complain about how sweet it is, and I don't care. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes you just gotta. 
sometimes you just gotta. And I was looking at it and I was like, yeah, I just gotta. You just gotta. It's called Peach Party. Cool. Are you having a peach party? Um, yes. Cool. You're invited. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Wow. Actually, no, I guess I was having more of a peach party last week because I was in the Okanagan and that's where all the fruit grows and you get the peaches and yeah. (laughs) What are we talking about today? (laughs) This week, we're talking about uh, rent. Not the thing that you pay your landlord, but the musical. The musical. Broadway. Yeah. Rent. But the movie. But also the movie, because that's the easiest way to take that in. Consume it, yeah. Although Rent is on tour right now across North America, and it's coming to Vancouver, if that is something that you are interested in. It's going to be in Vancouver. Um, September. September. 17th to the 22nd. Yeah. And I was looking at tickets. The cheapest ones for like some crappy seating are like 30-ish dollars around that mark. And the most expensive tickets are over $700 each. Holy fuck. That is too much money. That is more than, like, if I bought two tickets, that is more than my rent. Same. Woo! Same. <laughs> um, so still debating if I want to go to that. <laughs> Although I should probably make a decision soon because all those cheap tickets are going to be gone. Yeah, you sh- probably should. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, okay, what do you need to know about Rent? It's a musical. It debuted in uh, 1996 off-Broadway. It started in... Uh, 1993 as something that's not the musical. I don't know. It was like a workshop thing. It wasn't the musical. It started in 1996 off-Broadway. Yeah. Um, and then uh, moved to Broadway the same year and won a gajillion awards. Not as many won as Hamilton. all the awards. Yeah. It won so many awards, including Best uh, Musical, Best, ooh, gosh, I don't remember, Best Everything, uh, Best Book of a Musical, Best Original Score, I think that's all the Tonys it got. And then it's won, like, a Pulitzer Prize, it's won Drama Desk Awards, it's won so many things. And in 2005, they made a movie. Yeah. Starring the majority of the original Broadway cast, which is really impressive. Yeah. I thought that they only had, like, a couple of the original Broadway cast members. But then I realized it was the other way around. Yeah, there's only a couple that they didn't get. Yeah. Which is Buckwild. Totally. Um, it, the, mu- the musical itself, pretty wildly successful. It was on... Broadway for like 12 years, I think. Mm-hmm. The movie, however, uh, not actually that successful. <laughs> kind of got mixed reviews. And yeah. I think it was considered a flop in the box office, which is uh, kind of a shame. Definitely. And then the most recent, um, I guess, 
popular production of it was Rent Live, which was put on by Fox. And I think we'd be remiss to not talk about that at some point. (laughs) (laughs) You mean we can't just pretend that that never happened? Some people would love that, I'm sure. But (laughs) I think that we should talk about it because there are some highlights and there are also a lot of lowlights. Yes. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. Um, How about first impressions? Uh, Yeah. Okay. First impressions of Rent. So I learned of this musical before it became a movie, but not much before. I'm going to say like 2004. And I like heard some of the songs. I thought they were pretty cool. Really liked them. Um, and then the movie came out and I watched it a lot. I really liked it. I thought it was good. Um there was, like, parts of the film that I didn't always groove off of, uh, but I never really thought about those very much. And um, I thought it was just, like, a really touching story about, like, a group of people just struggling to survive in New York City with AIDS, and some don't have AIDS, and then some people die. <laughs> and then some people don't die. And some people don't die. <laughs> And they're just trying to live the bohemian dream. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like a really fun, like musical and a fun film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's my first impression because I can't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like roughly the same because I, like, we both love musicals. Yeah, we we've both, talked about that numerous yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, we both, like, watched a lot of musicals growing up. Um, but, yeah, I don't think I really knew about Rent until shortly before the film came out uh, because it's kind of a raunchier one, or at least it definitely was back in the 90s. Yes. Um, now, and especially for, like, a couple of 14-year-olds. Yeah. 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 I do, rem- I do remember learning... Some things that I didn't know about, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah. (laughs) Because of listening to those songs, and I'm like, I don't know what this means. And then you look it up, and you're like, oh. Interesting. I didn't know that was a thing that people were into, but I sure know now. Um, So thank you, Ren, for opening my eyes to many things. Uh, Whatever. Um, (laughs) I was going to learn eventually. May as well learn it through song and dance. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think that I had heard a couple of the big songs before, um, but I think that the movie was my first, like, proper introduction to it. Yeah, same. I don't think I saw it in theaters, although I might have. I think I saw it in theaters. I feel like a group of us went to go see it. Yeah! Yeah! And I remember this. Okay, so in the... So this is weird, because movies are, like, the standard is they're told in three acts, but musicals are told in two acts. Yeah. And, you know, act one ends with La Vie Boheme, and act two begins with, like, a reprise of, uh, how, blah, blah, a, a lot of minutes. And uh, I guess, I guess that there were people that... 
thought that the movie was over and they were getting up and leaving. And it was at the <laughs> beginning of Act Two, so like it's only halfway done. And uh, you know, if that's all that you watch, then it is a great story. And you know, it ends and everybody's happy. And you know, Maureen's had a successful protest and she's going to be on the news well her footage is going to be on the news and Mimi and Roger get together and everybody's singing and dancing and you're like wow this is so great and then <laughs> act two happens and a bunch of shit goes down so yeah if you only watch act one it's a really great and happy story so happiest musical ever yeah <laughs> uh but that's not all that there is but yeah i do remember some people getting confused and they're like getting up and leaving and it's like no dude we still have literally half of the movie to go (laughs) uh but i loved it i love the music and i love the story for the most part and i've seen this is not a second impression i've seen this movie like 20 times yeah same so i watched it a lot during like my teen years oh for sure and, yeah, the music is so damn catchy. It's so damn catchy, and it tells a great story about these young people that are just trying to, like, live out their dreams, even though that means that they are poor and cold and hungry a lot of the time. But they're doing it because they're artists. And isn't there something just, like, so beautiful about it? It's the story, it's the story of a starving artist, and you really want to cling to that when you're young. Yes. And then you grow up and you're like, man, I do love to eat. So <laughs> sometimes you got to sell out. Man, eating's so good. Eating is so good. And as much as I love, you know, having a job and having a roof over my head, isn't there a little part of you that just like wants to be a starving artist still? No. Okay. Well, you're pregnant, so... <laughs> You have a lot of things to consider. <laughs> well, mostly it's just the starving part. Yeah. I love eating. <laughs> yeah. God, I know. Oh, God, eating is so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's something just idealistic about the bohemian lifestyle. And you're just like, yeah. There is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's noble. What else is there to know? I don't know, man. I've just I I didn't analyze it too much when I was growing up because I was just yeah. like I love musicals and all the characters in this one are like really interesting and it's a rock opera so of course the music fucking rocks. It's great. Yeah, and I think it's hard um to analyze like a lot of themes that we just didn't have any sort of like experience with. You know. Oh, for sure. Like even death, like I don't know, I guess at 14. I mean, I've dealt with death, but no one that was, like, Super especially close. close to me. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, you have family members die, but yeah, not, like, a best friend or a lover or something like that. And that's, totally. that's big. And that is something that you uh, don't really know. Well, maybe you do know at 14, and if you do, man... I feel for you. Yeah, that's rough. Yikes. 14-year-olds have enough to deal with, let alone, like, staring death in the face. <laughs> um, yeah, death and disease and drug addiction and, oh, my God, like, there's there's a lot happening. 
in this story. Yeah. And yeah, when you're a teen, you're just like, cool music. <laughs> yeah. And literally, like, just even the struggle, like, trying to just make it mm-hmm. as an adult in the city. And paying rent. Fuck, man. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Vancouver is so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> And I was not too far behind. No. No. Good lord. I know. It sucks. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, remember how long it took you to find a new place to live? Jeez. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> okay. We're just, we're just gonna be happy that you have a place. And yeah. it's very nice. And I yeah. saw it when I was in town for your baby shower. <laughs> yeah. And it's great. It's big great. We do. Yeah. And it rained all day during your baby shower until the party was over and we did tear down and we went back to your house and then the sun came out. Because of course. That's what's gonna happen. That's what happens when you throw an outdoor party in July, is it's just gonna rain all day until the I party's guess over. So. And now I'm like really mad because the weekend that I wanted to have it was like this upcoming weekend. And the weather report says sunny and hot. So what the fuck? Baby shower part two. Gail Gail wouldn't let me have it, have the picnic shelter. Oh, yeah. Gail from the city. (laughs) City parks department. I've been watching so much Parks and Rec. (laughs) (laughs) I've never really watched it before. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And I've been binging it so hard. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's really fucking funny. It's hilarious. I know. It's so good. Everybody is so funny together. Yes. And the guy that made Parks and Rec also made Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I can, yes. like, see that yes. so clearly. Yeah. And yeah. I think he did The Office as well. Yeah, I think he also did stuff on The Office. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's really good. I'm really enjoying myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, crushing it. <laughs> What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Rent. (laughs) Any other first impressions? Because we're clearly Um, off topic now. I know. I know. Um, I don't think so. I mean, it was a good musical. I really liked it. Songs were awesome. The characters were good. Did you have a favorite character? Um, Or a favorite song? Ooh. I guess I don't know. Hmm, it's a hard one. I guess um I liked Angel a lot. Yep. And pretty much like any song that she did was like a bop. Yep. Like, Today for You is just so, so good and so fun. And then her and Collins's duet. I'll cover you. Yeah. Ugh. So good. Pulls at your heartstrings. Uh, yeah, when they do the reprise of it. Oh, my two, God. Yeah. I... Up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler of my second impressions, like, watching it this time around. Like, half an hour before that scene was coming up, I was already crying. Because <laughs> I knew it was coming. And I was just like, I can't. <laughs> it's yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, really I good. guess yeah, I guess Angel would have been my favorite character. That's a good choice. Yeah. What about you? Um I think Maureen. Oh yeah. As messy as she is, like she's just so wild and I think and I was not a wild child. Yeah. I think that I wanted to be a little bit more like her. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she like, is a hot mess. Yeah, she's a hot mess. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I really like Adina Menzel and like she's so fucking talented. She awesome. oh my god, yeah. This cast in this movie, like her Tay Diggs. That's it, really. <laughs> that's all you remember. No. I they remember. were married for so long. I know. And they met when they were doing, like, the Broadway show. I know. And it's just such a sweet story until you fast forward and it's like, oh, it didn't work out and we got divorced. And, like, whatever. They had a they had a, a long and successful marriage. They did. They they gave it a good shot. They gave the old college try. And, and then she married <laughs> another guy from this movie. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Shut up. Really? Yeah, one of the guys that's in the life support group. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, marry someone from Rent is what Adina Menzel's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do that, but Adina Menzel's going to. Yeah. Fuck, that's cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's so talented. So yeah, I think Maureen was my favorite growing up. I think Le Vie Bohème was my favorite song when I was a teenager. That was but- a really good song, but I preferred the like stage performance of the song to the one in in the movie yes i remember listening to both versions many times yeah and i do like the stage version of it yeah better because there's there's more going on there is it's like more fun yeah yeah (laughs) what you gonna do i don't know (laughs) uh we're gonna talk about the Bachelorette is what we're going to do. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's time for a little Bachelorette break. Okay. How fast <laughs> can we go through hometowns? Oh, I think really fast. Okay. Nothing exciting happened. It all went great, except for Jed, where his family was like weird and kind of standoffish. Yeah. And skeptical of the whole show process, and the whole yeah. process. My theory is that they knew about Jed's girlfriend. Yeah. So they didn't think that this thing was real. But I think it is real for Jed. So, whatever. Yeah. And then everybody made it through at the end. And then nobody got eliminated because Hannah didn't want to. And she's the boss. She is the boss. She is. And uh, that's literally everything. That is yeah, all that happened. It was that's kind all we of, need to talk about. Yeah, kind of a bummer of an episode, just because there was, like, the least amount of drama that there's ever been. For yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, and it was, like, episode. so hard coming off of that last episode before that with Garrett and Luke. <laughs> and just <sighs> having nothing. Yeah. I guess part of me... Kind of thinks it was like a nice break. Because this episode was the one we've been waiting for. Yeah. Finally. Oh, God. I can breathe easier. But also not. 
Because <laughs> there's more shit coming. Yeah. Yeah. So this is finally the episode where Hannah ripped Luke a new asshole because he was essentially slut shaming her and trying yeah. to tell her what she can and can't do with her body yeah. and being an asshole in general. And do you think it was worth the buildup? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that her takedown of Luke was awesome. And she did, so well. she did she did such a good job. She was so like calm up until the very end cuz like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So obtuse. Um oh she was so God. eloquent and I'm so proud of her. Yeah, I think the moment, like, you can see the moment that she realizes that she's just made a huge mistake, like, investing all this time in him. Yeah. And that, like, I want that as, like, my screensaver. That face is just amazing. (laughs) Really, really, really good. It was so good. She's, like, finally, like, she gets it. She understands what all the guys were, like, telling her about. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's just kind of, it's, like... The dawning horror where she's like, I have wasted so much energy and tears. Yeah. And, like, gotten rid of other probably great guys for this jerk ass. Yeah. And my favorite was when he just kept trying to, like, backpedal. But then he'd just, like, step in it, like, right again. I know. And she just, like, wasn't having any of that. He sucks. He sucks so, so bad. Much. He sucks so bad. I hate him. He's the worst. He is the worst. And it's like, and it was so hard to watch because it was kind of awkward. Because when he realized how much he had upset Hannah, he was like, oh shit, like she's gonna send me home instead of like work through this. Mm-hmm. And I use air quotes here because there's nothing to work there's nothing through. To work through. Like he he it's over, it's done. Yeah, and then he realized that maybe he didn't actually want that ultimatum, but he still was not comfortable with her like sleeping with these other guys, even though that's literally none of his business. Mm-hmm. And he'd just be like, Okay, okay, like it's cool, it's cool. Uh, you know, maybe a slip up once in a while. She's like, I didn't slip up. Like, I made these choices. Yeah. This isn't a mistake. It's like, not a mistake. Like, she made a choice. Yeah. And she, like, consented to it. It's her fucking idea. Like, she, I mean, also, okay, revelation, Peter is the windmill guy. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Way so to go, Peter. No, she, good job, Peter. Good on you. You fucked in a windmill twice. Um, <laughs> so we know that, like, she wanted to have sex with Peter, so she did it. Awesome. Great. Good for her. We know that she didn't want to have sex with Tyler, and she didn't, and all still had a great time because she was like, that's not what our relationship needs. We have the physical connection. We need the emotional connection. Yeah. And so they just stayed up all night and, like, talked, and that's great. Good for Hannah. I like her, and I like how open she's being about all of this, because they- Me too. I know that in past seasons, it's kind of like, 
oh, did they or didn't they? Like, yeah. It's a secret. It's implied, but you'll never know. And she's just like out there with it. She's like, yep, we don't need to have sex. Or, yep, we are doing this because this I want is to. the next logical step. And yeah, I want to do it. relationship. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> Man. I think my second favorite part of the whole Luke business was when he literally just, like, would not get up and leave <laughs> the table. <laughs> I, oh, how can you, like, be a crew member on that show and just, like, not intervene? I don't think that I could do that. I don't think so either. I would have to step in. have yeah. to go in there and be like buddy she told you it's over she's telling you to like leave yeah so let's go like you don't need to take the hint you need to just do what she fucking says yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man i think hannah's tougher than i am yeah yeah she's real tough she is because i think that i probably would have just like and she's also nice about it at the same time She's like, she was like, can I walk you out? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And then he's not going. And so she's just like, please, Luke, can we go? You have to get up now. Please. I've asked you to go. So let's go. Come on. Yeah. And then he doesn't. And then she starts getting pissed off. Because yeah. he won't shut up. Um, And he won't just leave. Yeah. So, yeah. I did still- get a little concerned, like, when they finally got to the car. And she told him that she had fucked in a windmill. <laughs> and then he, like, cracks his knuckles or something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, is he going to punch something? <laughs> he always does that. He always cracks his knuckles. And I know. Like, I feel like he's I'm... got some rage issues. <laughs> oh, you think? Yeah, I do think. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Luke, gone but not forgotten, because he's coming back in the next oh episode. Oh, God. Um, and Jed, I don't really care about Jed. I don't think Jed's going to win. Like, I don't think so either, but at this point, I'm just hoping he doesn't. Yeah, because we all know. And everything that he says is just, like, so... It's still so funny. Because you know that he left a girl at home. I know. Well, we still have a rose ceremony... To get through for, like, the post-fantasy suite mm-hmm. stuff. That'll be fun. It looks like it's going to be just a real big old mess. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. But I also just kind of feel like Tyler might be the one going home. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think Tyler... I'm, she I think was I'm on so... She was... What? What? I think I'm on Team Tyler. Oh, my God. I know. Who am I? <laughs> I've been resisting it this whole time. She was just, like, so heart – like, she was so emotional after their fantasy suite evening. hmm And obviously she has to figure out why, but I think the why might be just that she's got to let him go. Which makes me sad. I want it to come down to Tyler and Peter because I think that they 
are kind of opposites. Yeah, totally. And I think it'll just be They're like opposites, but also very similar in terms of like their relationship with Hannah. Yes, for sure. And they're I think that they're like both at the same level mm-hmm. where like they're both into it equally like them into Hannah and Hannah into them and I think that they are both ready to go into an engagement. Oh, Tyler straight up said it in this episode. Oh, for sure. Which made me very proud. <laughs> He's grown so much. I know. Our little boys all grown up. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, I think Tyler is like, especially in the last two weeks, he's grown leaps and bounds. Yeah. 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 So that's that's <laughs> what I want. I don't know if that's going to happen. It might come down to like Peter and Jed. I think it's going to come down to Peter and Jed. <sighs> yeah. She's really into Jed. Yeah. Hmm. That sucks. I know. I might cry if Tyler leaves. Aww. I don't think I'll cry, but I'll be bummed. Well, I mean, pregnancy hormones are a wild thing. (laughs) Hannah gets teary-eyed, and I'm, like, sniffly. Aww. It was hard to watch Hannah get, like, so emotional and, like, cry after their fantasy suite date. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to be really disappointed if it's Jed and then they broke up because, you know, the stuff about the girlfriend came out. Yeah. I think that that is just going to, yeah, I think that that will just suck. I think it will be a disservice to the show as a whole and to the amount of effort that Hannah has put into this. Oh, yeah. Totally. I think it'll just be a huge slap in the face. Yeah. Cool. Cool. But it won't be Luke. No. We know that. No. I saw such a good meme. Uh-oh. <laughs> Online. <laughs> it was the picture of Luke's face after Hannah told him that she didn't want to him to be her husband. Uh-huh. And then, you know, that, like, surprised Pikachu meme. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> well, you said that to me. I need I that. will. I will. Okay. It was so good. Because <laughs> it was the same face. Oh, fuck, that's so good. Um, My, my phone uh, lock screen for, like, months now has been... <clears throat> it's it's Edward Munch's The Scream, but uh, it's with Surprise Pikachu. <laughs> I love that. It just brings me a lot of joy. I love that so much. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's exactly what his face did, huh? Yeah. Wow. I love memes. <laughs> me um, too. Yeah, that's really good. So, yeah, I actually don't so here's the thing i don't think that this episode was worth all the build-up because they've been building up to it for weeks and weeks and weeks however that's true it was extremely cathartic yeah to get it over with and i was not disappointed in hannah's like response to everything in general yeah 
I just still think that they built it up for way, way, way too long. They they did. And I feel like they kind of like, I don't know, like not ruined the show, but like, you know, each week when it came down to like Luke P being in the bottom, however, mm-hmm. like with one rose left to go, it wasn't like super surprising when he ended up getting it because you'd seen these scenes from who knows how far in the future so Mm -hmm. you know that he sticks around Mm -hmm. so that was kind of disappointing yep because we knew for a long time like luke was the only like person who was vocal about his religion yeah and you know, and then even a couple weeks ago, they started showing scenes from the episode, and we saw that it was Luke, so we knew that he was going to make yeah. it to that point. Yeah. It was pretty obvious that they were talking about Fantasy Sweet Week, so it was like, there was no surprise. And I needed that anticipation of knowing that he might get eliminated. <laughs> Because I was just so pissed off and bummed every single rose ceremony. Because I'm like, well, I know Luke's getting in. And I don't want him to. Yeah. Definitely. Took some of the suspense out. Yeah, the only rose ceremony that I was surprised in was the last one after Hometowns. Because I thought Jed was going to go home. And then everybody ended up staying. Yep. What you going to (laughs) do? It's a TV show. Who cares? <laughs> Us, apparently. <sighs> yeah. Final thoughts? Um. So we got two more episodes left. <laughs> we have the tell-all next week. And then the finale. I think next week is the rose ceremony in yeah. the first half, and then the tell-all in the second half. Yeah. Great. Great. And then the finale in two weeks. Wow. And, yeah, and I must say, I'm kind of excited for the tell-all. Yeah? Yeah. Who are you most excited to hear from? Mateo. I want them to let Mateo speak. <laughs> <laughs> we need Mateo's 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Oh, man. I already forgot about him. <laughs> That was the first guy that came into my head when they're like, tell all it's coming. You know who I thought of? Who? I thought of John Paul Jones. Oh, God. I don't need to hear him speak. I don't need to hear anything from him. I just find him generally very amusing. Yeah. I want to pick that guy's brain. Yeah. I think, like, Garrett's probably going to be pretty vocal. That'd be nice. And, uh, yeah. Maybe some shit's gonna go down. I don't know. I don't know. I hope that there's, like, fun bloopers. Yeah. Obviously, like, this group of guys had a really fun time together. Yeah, the majority of them. Yeah. (laughs) Minus Luke B. And Cam. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. (laughs) I kind of forgot about him, too, until they showed... Uh, him rapping again and yeah. i was like oh right cam Gross. cam Ugh. not excited to hear from him yeah i but am excited to see maybe like what the other guys who got eliminated before luke did like thought of 
Luke's journey on the show so far? Mm, uh, they probably don't like it. Yeah, because I was looking at Hannah's Twitter account after you told me about it. Oh, in the episode that never went up. Yeah. yeah. Hannah's Twitter hometown. is so shady, and I love it so much. It's so good. And, oh, and if you want some good drama, you should go check it out, because there was a very good, um, like, back and forth between her and Luke P. About oh, I this saw episode. it. Oh, I saw it. It was uh, just, just, like, as cringy as their whole yeah. relationship has been, really. Yeah. Um, but I was looking at the, like, tweets and mentions on her feed, and Dylan, who got eliminated, like, weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, like, tweeted at her, saying that okay. she did a good job. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's really nice. That is good. But, yeah. Two more weeks, and then it's gone. It's done. And what are we going to do? It's over. Ugh. I don't know. Man, man, we're going to move on from our lives, I guess. Somehow. (laughs) I might need to go to therapy. (laughs) Me too, but probably not because of this. (laughs) Yeah, I have some other things I could talk about. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Oh, man. There's even one just from... Oh, God. Are you looking at I her didn't, Twitter? Yeah, I didn't read this far, but it's really funny. Hannah replying to Luke, because I guess I, I saw the first exchange, but apparently it kept going. Oh, yeah. Han- Hannah was saying to Luke, I have never said that I find my sin funny. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be lectured on appropriate emotional responses by a guy who threw deli meat in a guy's lap. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> Oh, man. She's good. She's so good. It just took way too long. But it's okay. We're here. We're here, finally. And he's gone. He'll be back. But then he'll be gone. Exactly. One more episode with Luke, probably, I hope. And then no more. Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) Okay, we need to move on. Thank you for joining us on this Bachelorette break. Do, 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 do. It's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Rent this time around. Yeah. Go. Irony of ironies. Both Keegan and I own the DVD. And they are oh. at our respective parents' house. So we had oh. to rent rent. Oh. Yeah. Felt kind of weird about that, but (laughs) (laughs) I was like, how do I not have this DVD with me currently? I'm, I don't know. I need to sort my shit out. Yeah. I have my copy. (laughs) I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Uh, So what'd you think? Man, I cried so much. Yeah. Yeah, I never, see, I was not a crier when I was a teenager. I did not cry at things. But now, as a mature lady (laughs) who has suffered many tragedies and has opened my heart up to new concepts of love and loss and blah, blah, blah. Now I just cry at everything. Um, So I, I, yeah, 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 just... 
I don't know. I was so excited to watch this movie because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And I and I went up to Keegan and I was like, I, I'm going to watch Rent. Do you want to watch it with me? Because I know that he likes it as well. And he was like, I, I do, but I'm worried. And I was like, why are you worried? And he's like, it's so sad. <laughs> and I was like, what? What are you talking about? It's a rock opera. It's so awesome. All the music is so good. And then I sat down and the movie started and I was like, wait a minute. Fuck. <laughs> and I was like, I was like all, I was like ready to cry before the first song was over. And it's nothing sad even happens until the second act. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it's really good. The ending still kind of pisses me off just in general. Yeah. I agree. Um, cause, you know, I get that love is like the big message in this thing but Mimi is like gonna die like she's on death's door and then she just doesn't die because of love and (laughs) there will always be part of me that just can't accept that you know yeah it is literally my most hated pet peeve of movies when they kill characters only to bring them back like five minutes later half an hour later Whatever. Through the I power hate of it. love. Yeah. I'm like, commit to your death, people. Yeah. yeah. Not uh. that we really needed more death in this movie. Like, the the one death that we get is, like, emotionally scarring. Yeah. Totally. <sighs> but, come on, man. Like, bring her to the hospital and have her pull through that way. Yeah. We don't, we don't need her to be saved through the power of love. No. Um, that being said, I, oh yeah, the only, right, never mind, there is one other thing that pisses me off. (laughs) (laughs) Opening number. Uh Uh-huh. Rent. Um, so Mark and Roger make a fire because their heat's been turned off Mm -hmm. and they're cold and they're burning all their old posters and screenplays, blah, 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 and they make this fire and then they take the fire in the trash can that they've built it in, because that's what you do when you're poor, I guess. Um, and then they take it to their balcony, and they just dump the burning <laughs> flyers out onto the street. And I was like, excuse you. <laughs> you needed that fire to stay warm. And I know that it looks cool, but what are you going to fucking do now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you have more screenplays? Do you have more posters to burn? <laughs> I think that they just burned everything that was already flammable, so... Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. (laughs) I felt like kind of a sellout watching, like, especially the opening number (laughs) of this movie. (laughs) Why? Because Because they're like, we're not going to pay rent. But I'm like, but you have to. (laughs) (laughs) But they didn't have to. I know. I couldn't, like, remember exactly the reason why they were so upset, because it's been a while since I've seen this film. Yeah. But I'm like, that's kind of rude. (laughs) I mean, blah, 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 capitalism sucks, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think the root of it is just that Benny squelched on a deal. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. With his friends. With his friends. His friends and former roommates. Like... Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, I own this building now, so I'm not going to charge you rent. You can live here rent-free, and that's great, because you can barely afford to eat, so I don't know how you're going to pay rent. 
But then everybody else is singing it as well. And I'm like, does he have that deal with everyone? Like, no. Maybe. I don't think so. How how many friends did Benny have? And how many friends does he have now? I think he has like zero friends now. (laughs) I love Tay Diggs. Me too. I love him so much. His voice is so beautiful. His face is so beautiful. I just, I I used to. He's so beautiful. We used to, I don't know if you were part of this, but I and a couple of our friends used to rank, I mean, this is not an especially cool thing to do, but we used to rank (laughs) men's attractiveness levels on a scale of one to Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs obviously being the pinnacle. I remember. Yeah. He's a beautiful specimen. He really is. Uh, it's a shame that Benny's, like, character part is so small. Yeah. Just because I love Tay Diggs. Yeah. I wish that he got, like, more songs. I know. He doesn't get that many. And he's a very talented person. Yeah. Hmm. What's he up to these days? I don't know. (laughs) Did we talk about, we've talked about, like, Grey's Anatomy and stuff. Yeah. And maybe this was the last episode, so I don't know if this got published, or maybe it was the episode before. And I used to watch um, part of whatever that spinoff show was called. Private Practice. Private Practice. Oh, yeah. I mostly watched that. Yeah, I mostly watched that because he was in it. Yeah. I think I did, too, actually. Yeah. I was I like, really I don't really care. care about that chick. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about Grey's Anatomy, but Tay Diggs is in this one, so I'm yeah. going to watch this one. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, sometimes I watch the spinoff more than I watch the original. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I was really pleased with, like, how many of the songs I remembered. Mm. And, you know, like, I could have sung along to, like, the whole movie pretty well. Mm-hmm. And um, I always kind of thought... Um, during like my first watch of this film that Rosario Dawson's performance was like a little cringy. No, she kills it. And yeah, now I realize that she did a very good job. So yes. congrats, Rosario. Yeah, she did a great job. Yeah. I think that I thought the same thing. Yeah, I think that I didn't like her performance as much when I was younger, but no, she does great. Yeah. She does a really good job. And, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody just, like, kills it in this movie. I know. And I think I think I might like some of the movie soundtrack recordings more now than the original Broadway. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I think that's because it is, like, most of the original cast. Yeah. Just, like, ten years later. Mm-hmm. And they're more talented, and they know these parts, like, so deeply. Yeah. And they've all just kind of grown as, like, people and performers, and they can just belt it out, you know? Yeah, I thought that that was a really cool and smart move on whoever did the casting of this, or whoever, like, made this film happen, like, on their part. Robert De Niro is one of the producers (laughs) of this film. Well, la dee da. <laughs> Congrats, Robert. Um, Thank you, Robert De Niro. Yeah, I thought that that was really good. Um, deciding to cast like 
as many of the original cast members as they could have. Mm-hmm. I can't remember why. Because of the, like, eight mm-hmm. primary cast members, um, six of them are, like, the original cast. And yeah, it's I just... I cannot remember why the other two couldn't do it. The woman who played Mimi was pregnant at the time. Ah. And she also okay. felt like she was too old to play a 19-year-old. I mean, yeah, that's fair. And the woman who played Joanne just thought she was too old for the role oh. as well. That's too bad. Yeah. I think, like, on stage you can get away with it because there's, like, different lighting and makeup and stuff like that. But, like, when you're on film, it's a different story. That's fair. But they and could I have just like, aged her I, character. What's that? They could have just aged her character. They could have. Yeah, Anyways. they could have just did. They could have just said that. However, uh, what's her name? Tracy Toms. Yeah, who plays Joanne? She kills it, and I love that they combine her with the like that she does the solo in Seasons of Love. Yes, yeah, because that's not like that's just a soloist. It's not. She's just a member of the like ensemble. Yeah, um, on she Broadway, crushes it. But she crushes it. Oh my god, beautiful, amazing voice, amazing. Uh, yeah, I just, I, can I have an objective opinion of this movie? I don't know if I can. I think I love it too much. I, I I love a lot of this movie, but I don't love everything. What don't you love? I did find that some of the parts, like, in between the musical numbers were just a little, like, boring and lackluster. Mm. and they didn't really grab me, but every time a song came on, I'd be, like, paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did learn that in the Broadway musical, there's, like, no dialogue. It's just, like, all songs. Yeah, it's... Is it completely sung through, or is it, I like, 90% so. sung through? It's, okay, yeah, it's like more 90. or less. 90 to 100%. <laughs> 90 to 100% sung through. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be an issue if you saw it live. Yeah. And I guess whoever did, like, the adaptation maybe just had a bit of trouble. I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot of movie musicals that are, like, sung through musicals. Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, that's such a good one, though. Cats. Ooh, okay. I want to talk about Red Live because my favorite person who was in the Jesus Christ Superstar Live, which was done by NBC. Oh, yeah. Was the guy who played Judas, Brandon Victor Dixon, whose name I always forgot forget because he's got three goddamn names. Uh, Brandon Victor Dixon. He's great. And then he was in Red Live as Collins. Was he? Yeah. Oh, my God. Way to go. Good for him. Oh, so good. However, I don't, I've only seen, like, half of Rent Live, the Fox production. Yeah. Um, And I didn't see a lot of stuff with Collins. Yeah, I saw a few numbers, but I wasn't really interested in watching it, especially when I found out that they weren't airing what they had originally intended to air because that guy broke his leg. Foot. Foot. Whatever. 
Same difference. He was, yeah. like, in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, Rent Live, the fiasco. Where do we begin? So, you know, <laughs> this has been a thing lately that these American broadcast networks are doing. They're like, oh, you know what's great? Live theater. You know what a lot of people don't get to experience? Live theater. Why don't we just broadcast that? <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing these, like, cool performances where they li- do a live telecast of a musical performance mm-hmm. wow great it's amazing so there's been a lot of successful ones like jesus christ superstar and what else have they done they've done greece they've yeah. done uh, there was another one i think oh hairspray somebody did hairspray i don't know if that was nbc <laughs> okay moving on <laughs> doesn't matter so fox is like we're gonna do rent live and then when they're doing uh dress rehearsals they also have like an audience there and they also film it and that's basically their b footage in case anything goes wrong with the live performance and then they can just roll that and then it's fine um so during that the guy who plays roger yes falls and breaks his foot and can't do the performance and so the following day it's Rent Live. They still do the live performance in the studio. With him in a wheelchair. <laughs> With him in a wheelchair. But the broadcast is the dress rehearsal footage where it's kind of crappy. Like, it's not... That's why you do dress rehearsals, because mm-hmm. you get out all the kinks. So there's a lot of, like, audio issues. There's a lot of, like, camera issues. Yeah. Like, nobody is, well, almost everyone is, like, performing full out. But, you know, it's not it's not a great performance because you do it and you get all your jitters out and whatever. And then you do the real, the real damn thing and it's great. Yeah. So the thing that everybody was watching at home was not... Oh, here comes an ambulance or something. Hold I on. hear it. Okay. <laughs> I thought that it <laughs> took me a second to realize that you, like, you muted your mic, right? No. No? Oh, man. It, the siren turned off so suddenly. <laughs> or I just couldn't hear it so suddenly. Anyway, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing that people are watching at home is not what the people in the studio are watching. And yeah. it, it's just, it just kind of sucked. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. Especially because, like this it wasn't exactly the first live broadcast of a musical that these networks have done so like you had something to compare it to yeah so you're just like wow that was shit it was kind of it was kind of really shit yeah and i think it just kind of pissed me off because like there were workarounds like you could have just done it with roger in a wheelchair yeah and you know you just adjust the choreography and you and you make do, because that's what they were doing live. They still did the performance. He was just in a wheelchair, but then they didn't tape and broadcast that. Yeah. So I, or they could have done, so a much larger tragedy that is kind of like famous around Rent is the day before it debuted off Broadway, Jonathan Larson, the writer producer 
creator of the musical died really suddenly and really tragically. Yeah. <laughs> and the cast, with, like, permission from Larson's family, like, did the performance. Mm-hmm. But they just did a sing-through of it. Mm-hmm. They just sat and decided to just they're just like we're just gonna sing through everything we're not gonna do the choreography whatever um however you get to Livy Bohem and it's just like so much fun that they ended up getting up and dancing and then they performed the rest of it like the way it was choreographed and whatever yeah um but like I don't know it's just it just seems so weird that like this isn't the first time <laughs> that something really like strange has happened mm-hmm. right before, before the day before a performance like a big performance like the performance yeah so i think it would have been a really nice like homage to that moment totally if they had just done a sing through of it yeah that would have been beautiful that would have been awesome so i don't know i think i think fox made the wrong call me too but what can they do now I don't know. I'd love to talk to someone who was, like, in the audience for the actual live performance. Mm-hmm. Because I want to know what that was like. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. And despite all of the, like, shittiness around all of it, there were some really good performances. Vanessa Hudgens. She killed it. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, really? I mean, I don't know much about Vanessa Hudgens so I don't really I didn't really have any expectations she was so good as Maureen I feel like all my expectations about Vanessa Hudgens like are derived from High School Musical which isn't fair because that was a long long time ago yeah but every time I see her in something now I'm just like wow (laughs) she glowed up yeah like she was in Greece live I think she played Rizzo Yes. And she did a really great job. I didn't see Grease Live. I did. Okay. It was was an experience. Okay. Yeah. I heard that that one was like pretty, pretty whatever. Yeah. There was like some highlights, but it was pretty blase. Um, And then I watched her in this show. I forget what it's called, but um, there's only like one season of it. And it was a little like workplace comedy and she was really good in that too oh yeah i don't remember what that show was <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks it's <laughs> so helpful <laughs> but yeah she she killed it in this role yeah uh who else was good whoever played mimi was really good yeah i liked that mario was in it and I just haven't really heard much from Mario lately, so that was a fun surprise. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's still doing stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was, like, I think it was, like, pretty fine. I just think that everything else that happened, like, it was just, it was, like, yeah. The audio mixing wasn't perfect. The camera work was, like, kind of sloppy in parts because they were still, you know, figuring it out. And it's just a big old disappointment. Yeah. Uh, that show that she was in, that Vanessa Hudgens was in, is called Powerless. Mm, yeah, I didn't see that. 
It was interesting. It's like takes place in this universe where like superheroes are a thing. Oh, okay. And they like work heroes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, oh my god, we should rewatch Heroes. Do you remember how good season one was? <laughs> Do you remember no. how bad every other season was? No. I just remember how bad season four was. I don't think I watched to season four. Well, season four was the last one. Yeah, I stopped watching in like season two, I think, because it got really bad. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I might have pushed through to season three. Uh, that would be fun. <laughs> um, do we have any less thoughts about Rent, the movie? Who's your favorite character in song now? Oh, it's still Angel. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Like, Angel's great. There's just something about, like, her character that, like, really just commands you to, like, pay attention. Mm-hmm. I just, I love it. I think Collins is my favorite. Collins is also super good. I think Collins is great. And I think, he, I feel like he's underappreciated. <laughs> I think so, too. He is this, like... I don't know, cyber anarchist yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. I just really like Collins and you can't you can't not cry. You can't not cry. Mm-mm. I'll cover you, reprise. It's like a gospel version. Gospel music is always moving and it is just so heart shattering i think watching collins go through this loss and you're just like ah i think it's the best performance of the film it's really good it's really really good i was crying about it half an hour before the scene (laughs) even started because i i remembered how devastating it is and how good that scene is and i just couldn't handle it yeah yeah collins is my favorite Songs I really like is I'll Cover You, Santa Fe. Santa Fe is a bomb. I think Santa Fe so is good. a good appreciated song. And I think that that's an, a good example of uh, the song where I like the movie soundtrack better than the original recording. Yes. Yeah. Because I think, what's his name? Who Who's the actor? Which one? Collins. Oh. <laughs> Jesse L. Martin. Yeah. I think that he got better over time. Yeah. Santa Fe is great. And then... Uh, I don't know. Every song is very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, There's like some songs. The only song that I really don't like, and I've always like not liked it, is ah uh, fuck. What what is it with Roger and Mark near the end? What you what own? you own? Yeah. I really like that song. Ugh. I think I like that one even more now. No. Yeah, I was. I listened to that a number of times this no. week. No. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I didn't like it as much when I was a teenager, and I like it more now. Mm. No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into our wrench brick. Mmm. Yes. And then you use the bricks to build a house, and then you rent it. And then you're like, we're not gonna pay rent. (laughs) (laughs) Man, if I could not pay rent, 
That would be great. Can you imagine not paying rent? Can you imagine not paying anything to live? No. I can imagine it. And it's a good life. I mean, like, that's what I aspire to get to. But as of right now, I can't imagine it. Yeah. I would just have so much extra money. I know. Think of the things you could do if you didn't have to pay. Okay. I think rent <laughs> as a concept sucks. <laughs> Uh, this is why we need to live in a country that has, like, basic income. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. And then you just have money. And then, do you know how many small local businesses I would support if I had the money to do so? Dude. And Fuck. charities. I'd give to chair. I would give so much money to charity. Oh, my God. Fuck. Uh, wow. What a cool life that we... <laughs> So let's not dwell on that too much. Rue Rent Brick. Rent Brick. Fun factor. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Is it fun if I cried, like, a lot? I'm going to say it's, like, overall fun because the songs are great. Even though the story is sad, like, I still left that movie behind feeling good. Yeah. So... I'd give it, like, an eight. That eight feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, minus a point or two because it was sad. But sometimes... And then also the ending I still don't care for. What? I still don't care for the ending, so minus a point for that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think an eight feels right. Yeah. What's the next question? Uh, Was it worth it? Yes. Next question. (laughs) Wait, what's your answer? I am also going to say yes, however, a caveat. Um, I definitely feel like I, like, had some sort of vision of this movie and musical, like, in my head from when I was a teen. Like, I had, like put on these rose-colored glasses, and watching it now, I could see some of the cracks and, like, see a few things that I just, like, didn't really enjoy. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of sad to me because this was just a movie that I had so thoroughly enjoyed before. That's you know. happened with a number of topics yeah. that we've taken on in this I know. podcast project. Um, that's too bad. I know. It just, yeah, it just makes me sad. <laughs> just listen to the soundtrack and don't watch the movie anymore. I will. Thank you. Man. Come to Vancouver and come see it live. I was thinking about it. But you got $700? Nope. <laughs> we'll get some crappier seats. Yeah. <laughs> but also probably not because I'm going to have a little baby. Yeah, you're going to be pretty busy. Yeah. You don't think you're going to want a break like a month in? Well, I have another surprise. <gasps> well, I already got Travis. Some- you had the baby already. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, I planned something fun for Travis for the weekend that it's there. So. Okay. Yeah. I won't tell him. Please don't. Okay. He's not going to listen to this. No, he doesn't listen to the show, which still, like, really upsets me, but that's fine. That's fine. He doesn't listen um, to any podcasts, so it would be different if he was listening to podcasts and not listening to my podcast. Right, but he's just not a podcast person. Yeah. And um, Keegan, cool. who is a podcast person, told me the other day that he thinks that our Twilight series 
is the funniest series of episodes <laughs> as we like slowly descend into badness. <laughs> and he thinks that her crazed ramblings about the series are hilarious. So I'm so glad for that yeah. our pain was so enjoyable. It brought joy to another person, and that's all I can ask for. Oh, man. Yeah. It's why we do this. <laughs> Thank you, We Keegan. suffer so that you can laugh. Uh, so would you do it again? Hell yeah. 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 I agree. I do want to see, like, the stage performance of it really badly because there are differences between that and the movie. Mm-hmm. And I just want to experience both now. Me too. I love theater. I love theater. I love live theater. You know what's happening right now? What? I haven't gone to yet. Bart on the Beach. Oh. I didn't go last year because I'm bad at timing. The summer just <laughs> always like slips by and then I, I remember it in October when it's over and I'm like, shit. So I got to get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go do that. Yeah. I got to bite the bullet and go have a really good time. <laughs> Uh, Bard on the Beach is a big Shakespeare festival here in Vancouver. Where they it's do really cool. Four different Shakespeare plays. Actually, usually three and then one, like, contemporary play based on Shakespeare. It's great. It's outdoors. Oh, it's a good time. <laughs> it's on the beach. <laughs> it's Bard on the Beach. What's not to love? Okay, let's wrap things up. Rent. Rent. Dear listeners, do you pay rent? How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Are you just some bad problems? <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Also, just like, have you seen this musical? Do you like it? What's your favorite song? Who's your favorite character? We have you seen know. it live? Have you seen it live? Did you see Rent Live live? Yeah. Oh, God. I need to know. I need to know what it was like. <laughs> Let us know. We're on Twitter at Impressions Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Second Impressions Podcast. You can always email us if you have suggestions for future episodes at Second Impressions Podcast at gmail.com. Like, would you like to see us do another musical? Because that'll definitely be happening at some point. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do next, though. I don't know either. We There's haven't so actually many. done Jesus Christ Superstar yet, have we? We've just no. talked about it, like, a lot. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of musicals that we could choose from. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Keegan for our artwork. And thank you to Travis for the music. And thanks to all of you for listening. My name's Danica. My name's Emma. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us. We're on iTunes and Spotify, Stitcher other places probably um yeah have a fun life (laughs) and go (laughs) listen to this musical yeah um something about seasons of love yep take me or leave me what what take me or leave me (laughs) i don't know Let's just pretend that we've already ended the episode. Okay, that's okay. Good.